0: Good morning, church. I am um, Ryan Yoder, as I said earlier, the uh, choir director here at Placenta Presbyterian Church, and I'm gonna be sharing with you this this morning. A disclaimer first, I, I too uh, am not a pastor, I'm not a preacher by any means, but I am a teacher and I do love telling stories, and so I'm gonna share some my story today um, with you all. Um, I have been, it's been a joy to uh, be a part of Placentia Presbyterian Church um, for the past two years. I still feel new, but I'm enjoying getting to know this body of, of believers. And I have to say, you know, I, I grew up in Southern California and uh, spent uh, most of my childhood and high school years here in Placentia, living in Yorba Linda, but going to high school in Placentia. And so it's been remarkable to get to know you and know the work that you've been doing in Placentia for years and decades, you know, about a you know, hundred years. Over a hundred years, and I'm glad to now be a part of that. And uh, I get to spend a lot of time with uh, those of you who sing in the choir, obviously. Um, but it's been wonderful getting to know those of you who support from the pew that we worship together with. And so, um, I'm going to start today um, with what I do, and, and that's that's music. And so, um, Chris is going to help me out on something. Mm-hmm.
1: love of the Lord never ceases God's mercies never come to an end
0: they are
1: new every morning new every morning great is your faithfulness The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. God's mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning, new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, O
0: Lamentations 3, 22 through 23, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases, God's mercies never come to an end, they are new every morning, great is your faithfulness. Today I'm going to talk about storms in life, and whenever I've had storms in life, this passage in that setting always rings true in my ear and it really overwhelms me, this idea of God's steadfast faithfulness in times of storm. And I think it's something we can all relate to. Um, I was one of those naive people who thought, you know, it couldn't get any worse than 2020. (laughs) Um, And then 2021 came around, and, you know, I want to share a, a kind of a personal family story that's happened, but obviously we've We, you know, are coming out of quite a global storm of our pandemic with COVID-19. And, you know, as we're coming out, um, the realization that there will be those who we have lost along the way and have to come to grips with that and cope with that and move forward. And we create a new world, a new world after this pandemic. Um, But for me, it's a storm because unfortunately I lost my grandfather um, to the pandemic. And I wanna share kind of in starting um, our story that we kind of started this at the end of 2020 and went into 2021. Um, it was Christmas Eve uh, when we found out that my, unfortunately my father tested positive for COVID-19 and it kind of dominoed and we had just spent time quarantining, getting ready for uh, the holiday season. And it was just like a domino effect. Like I said, one by one, father tests positive. We're on Christmas Eve at urgent care getting all tested for COVID. And, you know, fortunately, you know, myself tested negative, um, but my sister and my grandparents, both in their 70s with pre-existing conditions, tested positive, which this turned into a spiral of, you know, Them getting worse and getting better and then getting worse and unfortunately as we started the year um, Obviously having to spend the holidays not together, but as we started this year um, both grandparents ending up hospitalized and unfortunately uh, my grandfather did not make it I Tell you that was a storm and you know I'm the you know old age of 28 I kid but um, it really is the first time in my adult life that I've really had to face loss. And not only that, just a, a, a storm of life. And I was brought back in thinking through this time. Like I said, I, I sang that song in the beginning in that scripture verse. You know, that was a big, you know, piece of, of, of hope for me to, to get through this. But I also thought of a story um, from my childhood that I was familiar with you know, that we're all familiar with in the Bible, um, that I'm going to read this passage to you of Jesus calming the storm. Now, um, that comes out of Mark 34, verses 35, 41. That's what I'm going to be reading out of today. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along, just as he was in the boat. There were also others' boats with him. A furious squall came up. why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the winds and waves obey him. There's a storm there that we're going to talk about. And when I think about storms from the literal sense, I think we can all agree, we think about rain, chaos, water. And as I was reflecting on this, you know, and And why this came up, you know, I find that, you know, growing up as a Christian, you know, I hear these stories, I'm a child in the 90s, so we had a, you know, a wealth of collection of animated biblical um, tellings of these kind of stories and the stories of Jesus' life. And I remember watching these these times where it was Jesus doing these miraculous things, these miracles, as a kid, and you kind of got this conception that, you know, Jesus was this superhero. And we were watching these things to say, wow, you know, we worship this all-powerful God, and Jesus is, you know, God in human being form, and he can do these incredible things. And and that's really the mind of a child, you know, how, you know, the first thing we can, you know, associate it with is superpowers, you know. And now as I'm become an adult and grown into adulthood, there's something, there's so much more deep here. To take from it. And we're going to take a look at that. But back to this idea of water. And so I, I found that in looking at this more deeply, that water tends to find its place so many times in the Bible, and Jesus used water so many times. And in order to understand Jesus' association with water, I think it's important to look back, you know, from the very beginning. Genesis 1 In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was barren with no form of life. It was under a roaring ocean, covered with darkness. But the Spirit of God was moving over the water. From the beginning, we see this idea, this association with water as chaos, and that God, from that chaos, brings life, creates our world. Later, we see The flood with Noah and the ark. God uses water to wipe out the world. Another chaotic moment. And what comes from it? A new world, a new covenant, a new promise. Now to Jesus using water. Jesus baptized with water. And we go through baptism to kind of show that new life, that new, that rebirth in Christ. Jesus turned water into wine walked on water, calmed the storm. And what do I take from that as I was reflecting upon it? You know, now going back to that story of calming the storm, what are we supposed to learn? You know, what was I supposed to take from it in my storm of life? And, you know, what are you supposed to take from it in your storms of life? Well, let's look at a question here. Why did the disciples doubt Jesus? when they asked, don't you care if we drown? I tell you, I've been at places in my life, and I'm sure you have, when you feel that chaos, you feel that storm coming down on you, and sometimes it's easy to think that God is asleep. How can you be asleep, Jesus, when we're going to drown here? They were angry, frightened, fear. Jesus did get up, And Jesus did calm the storm. But Jesus did it on his own time. He did it on his own time. And we ask that same question when we're in trouble, when we think God is asleep why are you asleep? And I'll be honest, there were times when I was going through this chaos, worrying about my grandfather dying, my grandmother dying and you get to these places where you're pleading with God, trying to, you know, work out a deal if there's anything. You take take me, take them, you know. We ask God, are you asleep? And God answers you in his time. But what are we supposed to learn from this story? What was Jesus trying to show in this story about using this time? We have to ask ourselves what Jesus really meant when he said, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? You know. First, we look at this idea of fear. I remember as a kid, I was really scared of the dark. And I used to just beg to, to spend the night in my parents' room because I was afraid you know, of, of the dark, and I was afraid to sleep in my own room. I thought something was going to happen, someone was going to break in. And I, I remember my father sitting down and talking with me about having faith in God in those moments. And he said, you know, You need to realize, Ryan, that fear is the belief that something bad is going to happen and that we need to have faith and that God challenges us to fight that fear and to have that strength. Now, did I think I was going to be brought back to that moment in this storm? No, but I was. And I see the connection here. Jesus challenged them. Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? Calling them out. Because of this conclusion, and I think this is what I've taken from it, and I hope you do, is that God wants to calm the storm in you before God calms the storm around you. And that's the heavy part, is we need to get to a place in these times of storms where we trust God's faithfulness because of lamentations, because His steadfast love never ceases, I love the line in that passage, God's, obviously after God's mercies never come to him, they are new every morning. Every morning we start over. Every morning God is there with his mercies and his faithfulness to us. Great is your faithfulness. So in closing, I ask this question and I'll provide my answer. But what if our lives were filled every day with storms flooding our lives with heavy rains? Well, my answer has come to be that rain makes things grow. Peace be with you.